The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to Shine Mighty with me, Nadia Finer. We're going to talk today about something a little bit different. I'm going to talk about boxing. It's not something I thought I'd ever be talking about, but it's been a really big part of my journey to becoming Shine Mighty and I wanted to tell you about it. I'm not trying to convert you. <laughs> Although I really do recommend it, as it's been transformational for me. So I wanted to share a bit about boxing with you. It began about three years ago. I was late 30s, overweight, pretty angry, maybe frustrated in my life about a few things. And yeah, I wasn't feeling great. I tried to get in shape and I'd been looking for a way of getting fitter, losing some weight for the time. And I'd never really found anything that I enjoyed. When I was a kid, I used to do a lot of horse riding. It was my absolute passion, something I loved had a horse called Storm and I loved riding. It was the way I spent all of my days out in the fields, jumping over dangerous objects and galloping through mud. However, in my 30s, I don't know, I felt kind of afraid, not of horses, but whenever I got back on a horse, it didn't feel good. I, I felt like my back was not up to it and I was just really worried about falling off and dying. (laughs) I didn't want to get severely injured so in the end I kind of went off it a bit and so I'd been looking for something to do and I I remember one time I was working out with a trainer you know just down the gym doing normal stuff and she'd suggested putting on a pair of boxing gloves and hitting a punch bag which I did And I remember in that moment, the release, it's such a good feeling, thwacking something. I think she was quite surprised at how hard I could punch something. (laughs) I'm not exactly the most aggressive, yeah, I'm not the kind of person you would expect to be good at hitting things. I'd never been hit before by anybody really, other than my sister probably when we were kids, giving me a dead arm. I guess as a kind of fairly sensible mum, you know, in a respectable, (laughs) respectable line of work, wasn't something I've ever done before. So I kind of whacked this bag and thought about how nice it felt, took the gloves off and just got back to my usual life. One day my friend Andy mentioned to me that there's actually a local boxing gym and recommended that I go and give it a try that I considered maybe doing boxing properly. I don't think I'd ever really thought this through (laughs) because 
I decided that I would give it a go. I didn't really know what to expect, having never stepped into a boxing gym before in my life. I messaged the guy from the gym and about doing a personal training session and that I was, you know, I arranged a time and I was going to rock up and I think if I'd have known what I was about to encounter I would not have turned up but probably for the best I had no idea. Going new places on your own, stepping into a strange environment, it's not my favourite thing, not something I do easily. I was driven by perhaps a subconscious desire to whack something. (laughs) So off I trotted to combat gym and I rocked up there and I was stepping through the door and it was that kind of gritty, sweaty environment that you imagine in a Rocky film. And the guy sat there, Nick, is basically the largest person I've ever met in real life. He's like six foot goodness knows what and he has huge hands. He's scary. I'm scared of him. And he said, oh, wrap your hands. I had wraps. I had no idea how to put them on. And I was literally a shivering, shaking mess. I don't think he'd ever met anyone as useless as me who had the audacity to rock up in his gym and not actually know how to put their hand wraps on. But anyway, I don't think they'd met many overweight, (laughs) middle-aged mums. So I kind of said, please help me. And he did the hand wraps for me. And then my, my coach... Brian rocks up and we had our first session. That day changed a lot of things for me in my life. It was the first time I had pushed myself to do something so out of my comfort zone, physically challenging, in a completely different environment, all by myself. As someone who's physically very (laughs) self-conscious I found it really difficult to be uh, in that kind of environment and I knew that they did classes as well but I was so consumed by my awareness of my general crapness (laughs) that I wasn't prepared to go to any classes until I'd got some more skills the thing is I found that in that gym Everybody was incredibly encouraging. Nobody questioned why I was there or whether or not I was good enough to be there. I've only ever been met with positivity and generosity of of spirit, I guess. And it's become a kind of surprisingly safe space for me to go and, and to be myself and... Over the years I've trained really hard and I've got better and I'm not the best, obviously, (laughs) far from it, but I really enjoy being in the gym and I really enjoy punching stuff hard. (laughs) It's a brilliant feeling. I particularly enjoy punching Brian. (laughs) And he punches me sometimes, which is a bit strange, but at the same time, you get used to it. You can, you are stronger than you think. 
I never thought I was a strong person. I've always kind of focused on the things that I'm not good at or the things that I'm that make me weak or the things that make me less than other people. And I've come to realise that you can get better at stuff and bravery bravery is a muscle. You can practice being brave. So I was brave, I guess, the first time I stepped into the, the club. I was brave the first time I, I put my gloves on and had a go. And I was brave the first time I went to a class and joined in with other people. And it builds and it builds. I still struggle with things and I struggle with silly things. So, for example, we'll be in a class and mainly it's men maybe one or two women but usually it's guys sometimes I'm the only girl the thing I find hardest is when I feel like people are looking at me I know they're not but it feels like they are and I get really self-conscious and awkward and embarrassed and then I'm all like tripping over my own feet (laughs) and I feel like a real wally so I've tried to learn how to kind of focus on what I'm doing and relax rather than worrying about what other people think of me. I find it difficult when we go round the room and you have to say an exercise. For example, when we do core exercises at the end, when you have to say, do the plank, (laughs) you know, or 20 sit-ups. In those moments, I find it really difficult to say anything, (laughs) to, to speak loudly in front of people I find that difficult but I do it and if I do it and I don't do it loudly enough someone annoying will usually go say it louder (laughs) and I have to say it louder and I want to die in that moment but I do it and then I remember a couple of years ago I heard Brian and Nick talking about the white collar fight that was coming up and I didn't really know what it was all about. I'd never been to see one, probably for the best. <laughs> and I said, maybe I should do that. And I, I remember Brian sort of looking at me funny and thinking, I, I think he thought I wasn't quite ready. Somehow because I wasn't supposed to do it, it made me want to do it. So I signed up for this eight-week programme of training with Brian and Nick, but... At the end of the eight weeks, there was going to be an evening of fights at the local nightclub. Yeah, the idea would be that it's white collar, so you wear a head guard and you've got big gloves on and stuff. And I just thought, oh, I could do that. Why not? I've never been quite so scared for a prolonged period of time as I was then. Uh, I think it was in December 2017 that I did that. Things like rocking up to training with a group of, say, 40 other people, perhaps five other girls and everyone else blokes, and knowing that you're going to be fighting probably one of those people and you've never done it before. I found that so many things about that experience scared the living daylights out of me. So even talking about it now gives me palpitations. (laughs) The feeling of turning up to training 
in that environment scared me, just gave me anxiety. Things like having to do a weigh-in, I did not enjoy the weigh-in. It wasn't one of those public ones, it was just in private, but I think I was just really self-conscious about my weight at that point, and I just wanted to cry. (laughs) I didn't want to do it. So the weigh-in, then we had to do this face-off thing where you faced your opponent and had your picture taken and you had to look scary. Oh, that was awful. I think because it was in front of loads of people and having my picture taken, not my favourite thing. Standing up in front of people, not my favourite thing. Trying to look scary is definitely not my favourite thing. It was really difficult, so I, I did that. Oh my god, I don't think I've ever got through quite so much deodorant as in those few weeks. And then it comes to the fight. I've been training like a beast. By this point, I've lost a bit of weight, and I've got better. I've, you know, I've obviously been boxing by this point for a while, probably about a year. kind of know what I'm doing. Not exactly, but kind of. But I've never stepped in a ring, really. Never done much sparring. The first day we did sparring in the training, oh my god, I wanted to cry. I had no idea it was going to be like that. You wear a gum shield and you're trying not to get hit. But when you're not very good at defending or moving, you get hit. So I'm good at punching, but not very good at avoiding being punched. And so I remember getting hit in the eye and it really hurt. (laughs) And I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing? This is awful. And having some kind of meltdown. Having a coach who believes in you and who knows that you can do it and is there to support you is what got me through. So I carried on with my training. It comes to the big day. I've invited lots of my friends to come. We had to, you know, sell tickets and raise money for charity. I did all of that. So it comes to the day, the big day, and I rock up at this club. And the setup is there's a car park. On the left of the car park is a nightclub called Batchwood Hall. And on the right is the Batchwood Leisure Centre. So the Batchwood Leisure Centre is where you go to play tennis. Kids have parties. It's quite nice, you know. And on the left is this dingy nightclub where kids go to snog each other and worse. The carpet is so sticky in there that if you stand still for too long, you may actually never move. So I park the car and on the, I see my friend. My friend is over the road sitting in the, the cafe of the leisure centre. And then on the other side of the car park, I've got friends from boxing, all of whom are large men covered in tattoos (laughs) and it just struck me that it was a weird juxtaposition I guess of the different parts of my life so the normal shy part of me on the one side who would be taking their kid to a party and talking to mums sometimes And on the other side, this kind of weird world of boxing that I had become (laughs) involved with. So I wandered into Batchwood Nightclub feeling rather fearful. And 
the enormity of what I'm about to do hits me because the ring is there. You can get into the ring. And I thought at that moment I was going to have a panic attack. Before people arrive and before the fights, you have to have a medical. And one of the things they do is they take your heart rate and your blood pressure. You can imagine that mine was through the roof. I had to kind of explain how nervous I was. And they gave me, you know, breathing exercises to do before it came down a bit enough to pass the medical. Then the hours passed and and the guests start arriving. Eventually there's probably 700 people in this nightclub. The fights are underway. It was like nothing I could have imagined. I'm quite glad I had never been to one of these before or I would definitely not have signed up. But that first fight experience was like nothing. It was like nothing I'd ever lived through. (laughs) Walking out, doing the walkout to music in front of hundreds of people, trying to climb into the ring without falling over, and then fighting for three rounds in front of people was the most daunting and scary thing that I've ever done. The adrenaline pumping through your veins is unbelievable. It makes, it changes how your body functions because adrenaline is telling you, it triggers the fight or flight reaction, doesn't it? So it's telling you to to run away. It's giving you the courage to fight on and... I remember really experiencing that on a deep level where part of me thought, oh my God, what am I doing? I need to get the hell out of there. (laughs) And then part of me thought, right, let's do this. And I think there's nothing like being whacked in the face by somebody who's a lot bigger than you um, to trigger the desire to fight on. I didn't win that first fight, but I survived and I didn't even get hurt. And I knew then that I was a lot stronger than I thought. And I remember Brian, my coach, who was in my corner, telling me afterwards that I was bound to feel a bit weird because I'd had an extreme experience. And I thought that that just kind of summed it up, really. It was an extreme experience and I'd I'd dealt with it. I hadn't melted. I hadn't allowed my fears to hold me back, to stop me in my tracks you know I hadn't frozen in the ring I'd got on with it and I'd done it even in the face of of a challenger and I think that moment really changed my life because it helped me realize that if I can do that then I can I can do all kinds of things since then I've had three more fights and I've won those ones and I continue to train really regularly try and go every day Um, if I can, and I think the way that boxing has helped me to be stronger than I ever thought I could be has been life-changing for me. I'm still shy, I still get scared by things, I still assume I can't do things, I still want to avoid situations and I want to hide away, but I try to remember that if I'm someone who can get in the ring and fight and have a fight and win, then I have a strength in me that means I'm 
shy and mighty and I think that's why I wanted to share that story with you to show you that if I can do that and can continue to train and continue to push myself again and again to higher and higher levels then you too are stronger than you know and you too can be shy and mighty so I don't know whether you're gonna take up boxing as a result of this or whether you're just going to maybe hopefully perhaps realize that you were braver and stronger than you thought you were I hope so and I'll be back soon with more stories to help inspire you and to help you to be a bit braver go a bit bigger and to be shy and mighty the Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.